how's it going everybody this is the nitty-gritty my name is chad with me as usual is Leonard. and this week we are returning to our fever dreams concept more on that in a second as you see this i am in yet another room leonard and uh I need i'm always in the same although i do believe that the painting behind me is new yes that is a new addition uh you have the same a consistent background i either need to purchase uh you know the upgrade of zoom and get my own backgrounds or i need to get a consistent room uh because i'm moving all over the place but uh, you know i next time i want you on the roof that's a good idea i could probably i could probably swing that there's one roof we have that's kind of low and flat so um and you know as you see this also i've just come back from vacation and uh boy i'll tell you like when you get behind on wrestling like right now there's a lot to catch up on mm -hmm. wwe has three shows per week aew now has three shows per week um you know uh, raw is three hours smackdown's two nxt is one i believe still um mm -hmm. aew has two two-hour shows and one one-hour show like it's a lot you know that's 11 hours yeah, and you know it's and like, even if you DVR them and you go through the commercials and maybe some slow spots, right? That, you're maybe you're maybe shaving two if you're lucky, right? And you know I bring I only bring it up because like I'm curious as to what fans what their watching habits are these days. Like you know, do you stick with one company? Like I kind of by default now, and like I I keep in touch with WWE, you know, to the point where we sometimes talk about it on this show. Um, I do not watch them weekly. You know, I'll watch the AEW stuff weekly just because it fits my interest. But uh, it's still, like, it's a lot to keep up with, you know. You know, as we as we talked about, I have not watched anything consistently since the pandemic. Right. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I do watch old shows. I love going on Peacock or YouTube and finding something old and random from the 80s or 90s. And watching that, and I know we talked about this on, I think our very first episode, the idea of there's retro gamers that I think we're going to see more retro um, wrestling fans. And also you have your gamers that like, are like, well, I like RPGs and that's what I play. Or, you know, I like running guns and that's what I play. Same thing. I think you're going to go from people who, I watch all wrestling too. I only watch WWE or AEW or some other company right. just because uh, there is so much out there. And even at the height of the Monday Night Wars, when it was, if, even if you're trying to watch ECW two at the same time, I mean, that probably was close to maybe 10 hours a week. Yeah. But I don't think it felt like 10 hours a week. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a different time, obviously. Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's um you know it, there's quite a bit of content out there right now um but we will move on and so this week instead of our usual fever dream concept we uh we still have our our set champions that we've uh, accumulated over the many times we've done it um we'll get to one of those episodes soon but we decided to do a special fever dreams we're calling family feud fever dreams which was uh stemming from I believe a comment that Leonard made about his fantasy league uh, based on the fact that I, I think he wanted to get the Guerreros matched up with the Funks or something along those lines of the Von Eric. It, it, it was, I wanted, I wanted to do like a triple family feud, 
of the Guerreros, the Von Erics, also from Texas, and the Hearts. So right. you have like Mexico, U.S., and Canada, and and how you know you could that I could I could make that work if if you, right. you have to take Brett first, right? You have to take Brett Eddie first, and it's really hard to get both those guys because they usually go in the first round. But if you can do that, then then you can make that concept work. But as you said, that kind of stemmed to us thinking what a family feud. Uh, league would look like so so this special card of ours is comprised of mostly real family relations <laughs> there are yeah. some fake family relations in there which we'll get to if they come up right and um it's mostly it's fathers and sons there's brothers there's husbands and wives uh i think there might be some uncles and nephews in there i know there's at least one adoptive uh, daughter in here. There's, yep. I think, a, a grandfather and a granddaughter in here. There's cousins so, in so here that I had no, I had no idea about. I, I put, see, so Chad sent me a list, and I sent him a list back. And there were some, you missed some glaring ones. The guns weren't on there. You didn't have Hook and Taz on there. That's true. Um, there, there were, there were some glaring ones on there. Uh, for me, at least the Garvins. Uh, yeah. So, and I did put on a few obscure ones too. So, well, but, like, but um, one of the cousins I didn't know, realize I think this is was going to be fun. One of the cousins I didn't realize was Mike Awesome, being a cousin of Horace Hogan, and therefore related to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I did not know that either. When you put that on the list, I thought it was some sort of like joke thing that they said at one point. And that, right. that that you that you threw in there that something about him being a cousin because you know um, I almost threw Ric Flair because initially you didn't have the Andersons on there because that is a family tree that's very well, messed up. Did I? I, I, I did that one in the email like because there were so many different Andersons. You did. history that it was tough to discern which ones were related for real, which ones were kayfabe related. So yeah, I just threw that one to you. Yeah, so I put that together just for fun. Uh, you did say you didn't do the Andersons, but I was saying that, you know, at one point, Ric Flair was considered an Anderson cousin. He is not. And, of course, Flair has his own family. Right. So I didn't combine the Andersons and the Flairs, uh, <laughs> but I could have. Right. Well, so in case this is your first time watching Fever Dreams, uh, the concept is simple. We have various lists of wrestling names tag teams in this case trios family names uh singles and we put them in random name generators and we have assembled a makeshift card and whatever names pop up in the set match we have ready um leonard and i debate who we think would win and uh as we just mentioned in this case it is all people that are are or were in a family in professional wrestling and there are some uh some fake ones in there and we'll see if those pop up it'll be fun if they do um but that is what i should say we didn't even and i want to say we didn't even explore the mexican wrestling families that much and or the japanese wrestling families right so mostly uh american wrestling families yeah there was there were there was quite a few uh especially uh you know hispanic families in there but 
where the reason I'd left some of those out is because like, whereas we might know who psychosis is, the other names in that family, no, you won't know who those are unless you live in Mexico. And the information I could find out about said names is probably slim to none. So I left some of those out for that reason in Japan and Mexico. Um, so anywho, if you think that there's a family we missed, let us know. But even if they're not all the families are going to come up in this anyway. So we will see yeah. what comes up. Um, our first match is a triple threat trios ladder match. Three versus three versus three. I was trying to come up with a belt name, Leonard, like the all you know the the generational trios family belt or something like that. I don't know. The name needs work, but uh, there is a belt up there that the trios are competing for, and Leonard is going to draw the name here. Yes, I already, I already did that before we came on. Um, now, is it one belt or shouldn't it be three belts for all three guys? It should be three belts, yes. Like when they do the tag belts, it's two belts. Anyway, so here, here's who we got here. This is interesting. We have High Chief Peter Maivia, his son-in-law, Rocky Johnson, and his son, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, versus the brother tandem of Bobby and Jackie Fulton and Bobby's son, Jaron Fulton, who just debuted earlier this year, versus Brett and Owen Hart and their brother-in-law, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Oh, wow. That is, uh, that's very interesting. And I think the, you know, right away, the thing that makes this match sway in one direction is the gimmick mm -hmm. uh, because had this been just a three on three on three i would have immediately gone with you know the rocks family um because i think they would have had not only the experience factor but just overall strength ability i probably would have gone with them but the idea of high chief peter Maivia climbing a ladder you know, I just don't see that happening. Um, but hey, you never know. Maybe there was a match he was in that I don't know about. Um, so as a result, um, have to go like the odd ones out here are the Fultons, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I'd have to go with the Hearts here. I think that not only do they have speed and quickness associated with this match, um, you know, they have the power in uh, in what was a Jim Neidhart, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's the most well-balanced team, and it's also a team that has experience in ladder matches um, with 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 Brett and, and Owen. Uh, I, I believe Owen has done ladder matches. I know Brett has. I actually don't think the Fultons are too out of place here because I think uh, Bobby and Jaron could actually probably do okay in a ladder match. Like if it was a ladder match, like. If you gave me all these and you say, hey, this is a ladder match, I probably would go with Baron and Bobby and Jaron versus Brett and Owen. Like that would be who I would want. I think that's your best combination here. And I totally agree with you with the Rocks family. Straight up, I would go with them. But this being a ladder match, I think all the advantages on the gimmick goes to the Hart family. And I would give this to the Hart family. I agree with you. All right. Well, so the, uh, the Hart family so far have uh, one giant win here. So our next match is mm -hmm. a singles match. It is a 
triple threat match, one on one on one, and boy is this a doozy. <laughs> um, so I'm drawing the names here, and this is where one of our fun names comes up. Um, so Leonard, are you ready for this? Ready? Hit me. I'm gonna write them down so I don't forget it. It is Dean Malenko versus Scott Steiner versus Jess McMahon. <laughs> uh, I so Jess McMahon is the grandfather of Vince McMahon Jr. Right. or Vincent Kennedy McMahon, right. who is the and the father of Vincent J. McMahon, who was a promoter. And I don't think he ever worked. No, <laughs> no. Okay, so he's your odd man out here. Scott Steiner, of course, um, his brother is Rick Steiner, and his nephew is, is Braun Breaker, wrestles now. And Dean Malenko had uh, a brother, Joe Malenko, that wrestled, and they're the children of Boris Malenko. Um, man, if this is early career Scott Steiner versus, like, prime Dean Malenko, that's a heck of a match between the two of them. I'm trying to think how Jespic man factors in. Like, does he... Does, if, if one of these guys are going to get paid off by Jess McMahon, I think it's Scott Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, if, so, so if Scott, so if Jess McMahon pays off Scott Steiner to like protect him in this match against Dean Malenko. Uh, and again, if this is a, if this is a younger Scott with the mentality of an older Scott. Oh, wow. We're I, go really Scott, <laughs> I, I go, I go Scott Steiner. You go Scott Steiner. Um, I'd go mm -hmm. Scott Steiner, maybe not for the uh, reasons that you mentioned exactly, but uh, overall power and wrestling ability, especially if you get like a, uh, you know, a mid 90s Scott Steiner who was really bulking up but still had that, you know, kind of older school wrestling ability. Uh, or he was big Papa Pump. I mean, if you're getting that era uh, of Scott Steiner, kind of the best of both worlds, I would say. I still think he would get a, you know, just a leg up on Dean Malenko uh, just based on, you know, size because the wrestling ability cancels itself out. I feel like, um, mm -hmm. you know, so like, then you're just going based on size and I, Scott Steiner has that. Um, but uh, I do see the, uh, the Jess McMahon, you know, paying him as to be like a bodyguard of sorts. Uh, sure. Um, all right. So Scott mm -hmm. Steiner is our winner. And that means that our next match, the names will be pulled by Leonard. It is two on two. It is a tornado tag. Leonard, who do you have? Okay. Very interesting. So first off, we have Jake Roberts and Sam Houston, who are brothers. And they are going against, as Chad put on the list, any heart duo. Ah. So any two members of the heart family. And I think this is my call since it's my draw. Absolutely. And since, since Brett Owen and Jim already worked, I don't think I can use them. And That's I fair. don't want any of like the, the brother-in-laws or cousins of the hearts. I want actual hearts. And I think the two heart brothers after Brett and Owen that had the best careers are Bruce and Keith, not <laughs> counting Stu. So I'm going with Bruce and Keith Hart against Jake Roberts and Sam Houston. You know, I would pay a good bit of money to get Jake Roberts and Sam Houston's opinion 
on what this match would look like. I think it would be hilarious just to see what they had to say. We have contact with Sam Houston. I, I need to reach out to him again. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just based on the Jake Roberts factor here, yeah. I think that he's the X factor um, as he is the most talented of all these guys. And I just, I think he's the guy that would make the difference in the match. Um, you know, uh, Bruce and Keith were, you know, significant stalwarts in stampede wrestling, obviously under okay. Stu, their father. Um, but they never really were able to do much outside of that, you know, survivor series match. Um, yeah. They appeared in. Um, so I would have to go with Jake Roberts and Sam Houston here. And I feel like Jake Roberts and Sam Houston would be able to come up with a cool tag team name if, if they had to. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, something with snakes and, you know, the cowboy gimmick in the West. I don't know. There's a snake in my boot. I don't know. Um, but I agree with you. The only thing I can see is that Roberts would turn on his brother just because. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. It's the only thing I can see. And I do think that Bruce and Keith are a more natural tag team. But I totally agree with you. And Roberts being the most star power and probably the best skilled wrestler in here. Um, I think this is actually a surprising match. I think this is would be a hidden gem. I think this is a match a lot of people, if they would come to this show, would say, oh, I don't really care a lot about that, but then wind up like going, oh, that was pretty good. So I think this has opportunity to be good, but I definitely go with Roberts in, in Houston based on what you said. And the fact that it's a tornado tag too, I think maybe even favors Roberts in Houston because I think that the hearts would probably – in a traditional tag match work that tagging in and out quick and those double team maneuvers better here. If Jake can isolate one of the hearts, you know, that's going to be how he, how they win here. So I, I go with them. I agree with you. And you know what? I, I think even if they do win, I think Jake throws the snake on Sam Houston. <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's, he's going to like, they're going to raise their arms in victory and then he's going to like pull them into the DDT. Or maybe maybe a, a big like a cobra comes out of Sam Sam's hat or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, our next match is a fatal four way. So for our fatal four way, mm-hmm. I can't think of more random guys, but uh, we have Eric Angle versus Mike Rotunda versus the Honky Tonk Man versus Kevin Von Eric. Oh, okay. So, uh, of course, Kevin Von Erich is part of the Von Erich family. Uh, several brothers, Russell and his dad. Honky Tonk Man is cousin to Jerry Lawler, and they famously don't get along. Uh, Mike Rotundo's uh, sons are both Dallas and Bray Wyatt, and he married into the Wyndham family. He's married to Barry and Kendall's sister. And then Eric Angle is the brother of Kurt Angle. And has also wrestled and occasionally they did the twin magic deal um, a, a couple times in, in WWE. Um, Honky Tonk Man is the name that sticks out here to me because the other guys are more technical wrestlers. As a triple threat, I think this is this is really good. I, um, but with Honky Tonk Man, I think he's going to sandbag. I think he's going to hang back. He's not going to be involved a lot in the main match. Uh, Eric Engel is a, is, is a pale copy of his brother, not nearly as good. 
<laughs> Rotunda versus Von Eric. I don't know if that ever took place anywhere. That would, I think, would be a really good match. I think as a straight up fatal four way, I think it comes down to Rotundo and Von Eric for me. And that's a coin toss. But I'm going to go with Rotundo, who I think has Kevin was always very lanky. And I think Mike has a little bit more of a power advantage. And he also has that amateur background uh, that I think could be helpful here. Kevin also used to wrestle barefoot. So I think Rotundo just just jumps on his bare feet and tries to break his feet. So I like Rotundo here. Yeah, you know, I do think this comes down to Kevin Von Erich and Mike Rotundo. Uh, You know, the honky-tonk man, I was never really big on him, you know, in a different, you know – in different like spot of booking, I could see him, you know, winning in heel fashion, uh, of some sort. But uh, you know what? I like, I like Rotunda as the winner here. Uh, I think that not only does he have the heel stuff, but he also has, you know, a lot of wrestling ability and uh, you know, kind of a good mix of speed and size for for this match. Um, you know, but I think I think I think some of the combinations of the guys here would be interesting. I don't know. I think Eric Angle gets taken out with a guitar shot early on, and uh, he's out. Yeah. Match. But uh, I, I would give you that one. Honky Tonk Man is not jobbing to Eric Angle, and 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 the fact that like say if the finish is Rotundo over Von Eric, then he's not jobbing anyway. So I think he'd be okay with that. Absolutely. Um, so Leonard, I believe we have our mixed tag match next. Mixed mixed tag match is next. Because um, originally you had most of the women uh, just serving as managers, but I pulled some more and and uh, uh, I think put together enough that you could have a few. I actually wound up putting together 15 different mixed tag teams. Um, so we have uh, more Von Erics. We have Carrie and Lacey Von Erich, who are father and daughter, okay. and they're going to be going against Butcher, Paul Vachon, and Luna Vachon. Luna is Paul's adoptive uh, daughter. Uh, originally, I had Mad Dog, but I double checked, and it's actually Butcher who is her adopted dad. So I switched that out. Um, so we have uh, Carrie and Lacey versus um, Butcher and Luna. Wow. Well, you know, I think that this is uh, an interesting pairing here. Um, but it's kind of hard not to go with the Vachons in this case. Um, you know, Luna, I think, just has a little bit better of, uh, of an edge, maybe, against somebody like Lacey Von Erich. Um, I think the Carey Butcher matchup is a weird mix of styles. But mm-hmm. I think just in sheer aggression and the you know need to win um i'd have to go with the vachons here i i think that i think that luna has her way with lacey von eric and i mm-hmm. think that that's you know the difference maybe uh you know butcher takes out carrie in some way maybe he you know exposes the fact that he doesn't have a foot or something <laughs> takes his, takes off his boot while he what mad dog didn't have a have a foot either oh okay <laughs> that's too bad's not Mad Dog. Oh, too bad's not Mad Dog. He had two guys with prosthetic legs. 
Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe Mad Dog's uh, managing, and and uh, him and Kerry take off their boots and start smacking each other with their press take legs. Yeah, that's what they're fighting on the outside. But no, I agree with you. This comes down to Luna versus Lacey, and Luna is super underrated. I think she's one of those ladies from the past you could bring to today, and she could work. She she could be part of the WWE Women's Division today and 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 have something. Lacey, of course, was an impact for a while. Beautiful girl, and and, and I think she she does okay as a valet, but was never that great in in the ring. So that's really the X factor there, as you said. Butcher and Carrie is a bit of a Styles clash. Uh, but I think they could probably put something together. But the, the the finish is definitely Luna taking out Lacey. All right. Well, we agree there. Um, so that means that our main event is, I believe, our triple cage match. Right, Leonard? Yeah. So this is the WCW um, uh, Ready to Rumble triple cage. Yeah, I mean, I, let's just go with that one. And uh, the winner has to reach the ultimate family trophy at the top. So somehow they got to get up there. And this is just two families. This is a four-on-four four situation. Yeah. Leonard has drawn one of the family names. I've drawn one of the family names. Yes. And uh, Leonard, who have you drawn? Well, interesting enough, we have a lot of repeats. So this is the Wyndham Rotundo family. So, okay. as mentioned, Blackjack Mulligan has two sons, Barry Wyndham, Kendall Wyndham. Their sister married Mike Rotundo. Rotundo and Barry were a tag team at one point. And then uh, Mike has two sons, Bo and Bray. Now, since Mike has already worked, we're not going to use Mike Rotundo for this. So, I would say the top four of the family is probably Blackjack Mulligan, Barry Wyndham, Bo Dallas, and Bray Wyatt. And, and, and Kendall can have a seat. Okay. Well, they are going to be facing the Andersons. <laughs> so this is uh, our family that's not really a family. <laughs> but uh, Some are and some aren't. Most right. aren't. We're going to go with it anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. so that team is going to gonna be facing Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, Gene Anderson, and how about Brock Anderson? Okay, so Arn and Brock are, are father-son. Um, Gene is, is a brother, is a real brother to another Anderson whose name <laughs> escapes me, but it's not Ole. And, uh, and Ole is not, uh, you know, related to, to Arn. Although the kayfabe was that they were, um, I, I, think, I think Ole and Gene were supposed to be brothers and Arn, I think, was a nephew. Or he might have got retconned into being a brother at some point because he was younger than Ole and Gene. So, oh, man. That is that is interesting. The fact that we're doing cage climbing. You you, you know who, who I think gets to the top? The fastest is Bo Dallas. <laughs> well, or the argument could be made that he gets eliminated first. Yes, he's not. He is the lightest and quickest, but he's also probably the weakest of all of these people. You know what match um, I would love to see? Just what? you know, in this especially, but even in a singles, I think there could be a really good program between like a Bray Wyatt and an Arn Anderson. I, yes, I, I think that that 
I think that that could work. Or, you know, you could you could be Bray Wyatt and Ole Anderson. Ole famously did like the voices of the Black Scorpion and all that really crazy. Yes, dance. and the Shockmaster. Yeah. So 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 I think Bray Bray could do one of those like John Cena cinematic matches and just mind screw him. <laughs> that 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 would be fun. This is a, this, this is a tough one think? though. This is yeah yeah this is tough because I don't think either one of these families are necessarily ones that I would say are going to be cage climbers. Now Barry back in the day, um, I would give you and of of everyone here, I would say Barry and Arn are the best workers. Yeah, Brock's a young gun. Brock could could probably and I can see maybe if you're booking this. Brock could win because he's the young gun you want to put over. Okay. Maybe. Um, I am really, really at a loss. Um, Do you want there to be a run-in? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) It's a cage. Well, (laughs) hey, when they did, they did it with Hogan and Savage beefcake come out with, with frying pans and hand them frying pans. Give me, go ahead, generate a run-in, and the run-in person has frying pans. It would be a run-in family. A run-in family. So the run, so the family is going to come in with frying pans, and, and based on the, the family, we'll figure out who they would help over the other family. It would be the Colognes. The Colognes. <laughs> See, I don't think the Colognes would would have you know ties to any anyone. I don't think they would care. No, but they, uh, yeah, they they might come in with something a little bit more aggressive than frying pans. That that is that is true. They're they're, you know, they're you from know. Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, they're from Puerto Rico. Oh, man, this is such a coin toss. Do you, do you are you leaning either way? Yeah, um, I think based on the fact that you have Bray Wyatt and Ken, not Kendall. And Barry Windham, um, I might give a slight edge there. Okay, you know, Arn is 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 pretty much a good matchup with anyone. Oli depends on what era of Oli. Yeah, <laughs> if it's if it's if it's earlier, if it's seventies Oli, yeah. So I might give I might give an edge here to the Windham Rotunda uh, action. I was leaning that way. I think if it was Mike instead of Bo, I would be stronger to the Wyndham Rotunda family. But yeah, yeah I, I, I that's how I was slightly leaning. And I think if you start matching everybody off how they how they you know fit the best, uh, I think you know I think Bray is over Brock. I think you know I I I, I don't know you know Gene Gene probably beats Bo Dallas. But Blackjack Muggins probably over Ole and Arn and Barry's tight. So I, I will go with the Wyndham's as well. But this is both of us just slightly, I think, leaning that direction. And that means that, I mean, well, Rotunda already won a match. So that means that the Wyndham Rotunda family is for sure our ultimate family. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a good, it's a good mix because it's cross-generational. And it's also like two different pockets of, of family people. Uh, and there's some families that did not pop up. You know, the hearts popped up multiple times, and the Von Erics did. Uh, but you know, we didn't get to to the flares. 
We didn't have this blows my mind. We had no Samoans. If you don't count the rocks, the rocks family, right. which is a kind of a different tree. Yeah. Um, the, the or a different branch of the tree. We didn't have any of the the annoy the annoy family. We didn't have right. anybody from them. There's like 87 people in that family. <laughs> yeah. No. That's uh, that's true. Uh, you know, you know, and I did not know that Rowdy Piper was related to the Hearts. <laughs> I had heard, I thought that was a kayfabe, but but that he was a cousin. Maybe you know what? Maybe it is, but you know, his name didn't come up anyway. So yes, I I had heard that, but I was never sure if that was a real thing or a kayfabe thing. We'll have to uh, do our. He is Canadian. They are they are Canadian, but not all Canadians are necessarily related to each other. <laughs> That is a that is our fact for the day. Um, yes. So, all right. So we should definitely do this again. Uh, you know, it, it was fun, for sure. We have plenty of names, plenty of families that then come up. So that's that's right. So uh, let us know who you think would uh, would win some of these matches. And you know, obviously, we didn't name every family, but if there's like a family that you don't think we know about um, that we should insert into our lists let us know. Uh, I would love to hear it. Like I said, you know, I might update these lists as we go along because there are plenty of Hispanic and uh, Asian uh, family trees that uh, uh-huh. Leonard and I weren't as familiar with. So Yeah. Oh, speaking of Guerreros, none of the Guerreros popped up. There's a bunch of them, and we didn't get to any of them. So yeah, there's a lot of, of people who didn't, who wasn't part of this. I think it's actually odd how th- we had several repeat family members. Yeah, and you know the tag teams really could be weird too because like you could have like known tag teams and then you could have like I put in there like you know any Guerrero duo, so they you could have you could have like two very random people in a family tag team up with each other depending on how mm-hmm. Leonard and I feel. Yes, how varied the family is. Absolutely. So uh, yes, let us know what you thought. Of, of this fever dreams and uh, check out our other episodes segment surgery random match reviews stupid questions uh, what's that card and uh, I think we are also available wherever you find podcasts and mm-hmm. uh, hit the like button on our YouTube video subscribe to our content for Leonard my name is Chad we will see you next week and Alexa we'll see you out